Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Atomic Shots. I am your host, Ben, a.k.a. The Marvelous Siggy. Joining me is resident chief Godzillaologist, Tyler. Tyler, welcome back, my friend. Mm-mm. Thanks for having me back. Um, to quote the to quote Jack Black from Tenacious D, you can't kill the metal. <laughs> yes, you can't. Um, sorry. Uh, so, uh... We we are we. This is officially the halfway point for the for the Heisei era. I, I want to say this movie is sort of like the, la, the these last three movies are all connected in one way or another. Uh, so we're officially nearing the end of the Heisei era much faster than we did the uh, the Showa era. Uh, today we'll be doing it on Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla two, um, the uh, most anticipated rematch in human history. Uh, one might say. Um, so, let's us get right into it. Uh, this was released in 1994, I believe. No, this is not... God damn it. 93. Hold on. 90, 93. I thought this was 94 for some reason. Um, uh, give me one second. Okay. Sorry, I didn't have the right Wikipedia. It sh- I, I clicked the Wikipedia for... The first one again. Okay. So, uh, this... Okay. Three, two, one. All right. So, this is... Let's go over the rundown real quick of Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2. And we'll and we'll talk about the naming conventions in a moment. Uh, this was directed by Taoko Okuara. Produced by uh, Shogo Tomoyama. Written by Wataru Miyamuru. Uh, starring Masahiro Takashima, Ryoko Sano... Megumi Odaka, Yusuke Kawazawa, and Daijuro Harada. Again, once again, uh, a music by Akira Ifukube, which, God, there's one piece of music we need to talk about for sure. Yes. This was released in this December 11, 1993, uh, with a uh, runtime of 107 minutes. So, uh, after the popularity of both uh, Mothra returning and Ghidorah returning to relatively success, re- relative success, um, they decided to bring back another of Godzilla's iconic foes, or Toho decided to bring back another one of Godzilla's most iconic foes, with Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, Mecha Godzilla. Even though it's technically not the same origin story. Right. It's it's let's let's talk about that first, right? Um So this is called Godzilla vs. Mecha Godzilla 2. Even though this is the first time that they're fighting in this continuity. And we already have a sequel in Mecha Go- from the original Mecha Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla in Terror of Mecha Godzilla. It's just not titled Number Two. My um, thought was this was probably like uh, there was probably like a prototype Mecha Godzilla that they were working on before this movie, but that's not the case. So they just fucked up with the title. No. Yeah, it, it, like I would imagine like. If you're, say, in the 90s, because, again, unfortunately, a lot of the Heisei-era movies did not come over to the U.S. until, like, the early, like, the mid-2000s in Blu-ray form. Or, like, you would have to bootleg them in, in uh, from um, from Japan um, or import them if you want to pay stupid import prices. But I can only imagine, it's, it's like, this is the closest we got to, like, a Final Fantasy kind of number naming convention, except that this doesn't change. We're like, wait a minute. Why is this called Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2 when there's already been a Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2? Yeah, it's, huh. it's real confusing. Um, but regardless of that, um, this was... Uh, this, I think... 
I'm conflicted about this one. So, uh, let's talk about the story. Because, unfortunately, I think these next two movies are the low point of the Heisei era. And it's not even that. It's not like Showa era bad. But, like, I think the quality goes down quite a bit in this movie. Yeah, I kind of noticed it in this one as well. Um, so, basically, uh, picking off, off the remains of not necessarily Mothra versus uh, uh, Godzilla. Because, again, that's more of a Mothra movie. Uh, but picking off the from the thread of Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, uh, they find... The uh, dest- I'm assuming that's the destroyed body of Mecha King Ghidorah in, I guess, Tokyo Bay. Yes, it is. Uh, and- okay, it is. Thank you. And um, the Japan decides to form G-Force, or Godzilla Force, and to bring engineers and scientists from all over the world to uh, come in and basically create their own defender in, in Godzilla's image and thus create Mecha Godzilla. Meanwhile, um, we are introduced... Into several different characters. Uh, we introduced several different characters as. Uh, oh, why is this not working for me? Oh, god damn it. Technical difficulties. Uh, we, we're introduced to, um, namely, uh, Masa, uh, Kazuma Aoki, who's basically kind of the main character. Um,. Along with uh, Asusa Gojo, who is uh, a scientist in there, uh, there like uh, it's Kazuma's kind of the main character. He he is and he isn't, I guess. Where he's he works for G Force. He's a very intelligent person, um, but he gets reassigned pretty early on in the movie because he's kind of an airhead. He kind of doesn't really doesn't really uh, concentrate well. He's a big as loser. much as I am. Yeah, he's a big loser. Yeah, um, he's kind of a nerd. Um, like they show him training for G Force, he gets his ass kicked in judo, uh, which is which is pretty funny. Um, and uh, basically, you see the the beginning of uh, of building of Mechagodzilla, but also uh, as much as I am, I'm kind of bearing the lead here a bit. We then cut to uh, an island where these uh, scientists are kind of like I guess they're just doing ex- just search researching the island for some reason. I don't remember exactly what. And they find uh, what per- what is perceived to be is a Tyrannodon egg. Um, and, of course, when you mention Tyrannodons in the Godzilla universe, Rodan is in this movie, so, much to my surprise. Yeah. I mean, he's on the cover art, so you should have expected him. True. I just, like, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, shit, Rodan's in here. This is, like, the first time you're ever going to see Godzilla, Mechagodzilla fight Rodan. But Rodan is in here. Uh, Rodan is on this island and it's seemingly protecting this egg. Uh, do we don't know what it is? Assume we assume the audience assume, is is believed to assume that, as I say, assume multiple times. <laughs> Sorry, um, the audience is believed that it's a it's Rodan's egg. Shortly after Rodan starts flying around, which God, I can't wait to be talking about Rodan because man, talk about an upgrade. Um, but uh, Godzilla shows up out of nowhere. Uh, assuming looking for also this egg, and he they fight. Again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's hungry. <laughs> he's it's like that one omelet ran away. I'm gonna eat this omelet. Uh, and so the scientists take the the giant egg with them. It hatches, and it's revealed that it's a 
baby Godzilla. So Manila's back! Yay! Yes and no. Like, this yeah, is this... its own separate entity. This isn't Manila at all. No, in fact, this is the, this is what Manila should have been. Um, so in this movie, it's just called Baby by uh, Asusa, who's kind of like his care its caretaker. We're, I'm assuming it's male. Godzilla doesn't really have a gender. I mean, everybody assumes a man, but it's it's a it's a radioactive lizard. Who knows, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm just going to address it as they. Uh, Godzilla, uh, but it's a baby Godzilla who eats grass, who eats, who's a, who's a herbivore, or at least that's how they identify it. And sort of the rest of the movie is kind of like the, you see Mechagodzilla is basically shown off. They, it fights Godzilla. Um, you see the relationship grow between, um, uh, Kazuma and Azu, uh, Azu, Azu, uh, I can't pronounce her name. I'm sorry. Uh, Azusa, you see their relationship kind of grow a bit. Um, you see more Mechagodzilla, and then ultimately it becomes about, like, Godzilla, like, what is Godzilla's role in this world, and, like, especially Megumi, uh, uh, uh Mickey Segusa's character kind of starts questioning about, like, are we doing the right thing by fighting Godzilla, uh, which I think is really interesting to take now that we're in this part of the, in this part of the Heisei era, and Kudos, then, um, this movie for giving Miki a bigger role than last time. Yes, yeah, more so. She's pretty much, yeah. Let's go. Let's go ahead and right into it to the human cast because I feel like we're gonna go through it really quickly. I couldn't remember, as you could tell, I can't remember a lot <laughs> about this about the human cast in this movie. Unfortunately, yeah, Aoki is just kind of there. Like he's there to establish that uh, he pilots the Garuda, which becomes important later. Right. But and you know he has and, a uh, he has a, he has a, a caretaker for. Uh, for baby Godzilla over here, and um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's it's mainly them, and then and then Mickey Sagus. Mickey is basically she's starting to become like anti. She's starting to like see that Godzilla's bigger purpose versus just like a a monster that serves to just only destroy, which I think is an interesting role to take her, especially in these movies. Yeah. Uh, considering that Godzilla has been nothing but a uh, a force, not necessarily an evil, but a force of destruction, like pure destruction in every movie he's been in. In the Heisei era, rather. Right, right, exactly. That, that's what I meant. Yeah, concerning this continuity. So, like, she's starting to... And I think even the next movie goes even further. Um, the, the real... Like, I hate to say it, but, like, it, it wasn't necessarily bad because... Kazuma and Azusa, they definitely have good moments. Like, I thought the moment where they were flying on the Pteranodon was a nice moment, like, with between the two. It was cute. Um, yeah. You know, it was typical, like, oh, you like me, but no, I don't like you. You know, kind of like, kind of relationship between Royalty the two. Free, I can uh. show you the world. Yeah, pretty exactly. Hey, you know what? I don't, like, if, if, a, if a person... Showed me that they built a like a pteranodon kind of flying hovercraft machine. I would be super impressed. Well, I mean, I wouldn't fall head over heels with them, but I'd be impressed. Right, exactly. She's just kind of like she, and she's impressed too. But, um, yeah, like I, just, it's just like have. I mean, and I think it's even more so when you factor in the past couple of movies. Like the the active performances have been. If not above, like very good to very very good, I think. 
Um, maybe not so much in the last movie. Well, even in the last movie, like it was still entertaining, right? They weren't necessarily the deepest characters, but they were. You still like enjoyed watching them, and even more so with you know the time tra- uh the, the even the, the the previous three. Here it's kind of like. I feel like we were going through the motions a bit, honestly, with the with the uh, with the main character acting. Yeah, it just feels like they're kind of there, which is unfortunate. Right, but I will say, uh, Ryoko Sano, who plays uh, the caretaker, uh, she has the best scene in a movie for uh, in, in this entire movie, and uh, I think you know what it is. Uh, which one was that again? It's the so like it's the final scene where she has to uh oh, yeah. So they uh yeah it's the final scene of the movie so at at one point in the movie uh the baby starts crying baby Godzilla starts crying and it calls big Godzilla to, like he just hears it I don't think he under it understands like what it is he just hears a cry and so he starts fucking up Japan starts fucking up Tokyo or I think, I can't forget remember what Japanese Kyoto. city they're in Kyoto thank you um. And then they realize, okay, he can't stay here. Like, he, as adorable as he is, God, they made him both look, like, like Godzilla, like, like in terms of his design, but, like, also freaking adorable. Like, god damn, you just want to hug him. He reminds me of Baby Dragon from Yu-Gi-Oh. And I wouldn't be surprised a little bit, if yeah. there was a Time Wizard, he'd fuse with it and become Thousand Godzilla. No, that will happen in the final movie, I think. <laughs> um, I think so. But, um... Uh, so, but the best scene of the movie is done by her because it's the reluctant goodbye, as I like to call it, where, uh, she, after, um, Godzilla has defeated both, after Rodan is defeated and Mechagodzilla has been defeated, Godzilla returns to the sea and she's like, you have to go with him. And like, the baby, like, uh, like the, when the baby hatches, the first thing it sees is her. So of course... You know, like any creature who sees the who is the first thing they see, at least like rep, like reptiles or like non mammals, because I don't think humans do that. Like we see the doctor, mommy. No, we don't do that. Um, but like like hu- animals do that. So the first thing it sees is her. So and of course it cares for her. It gives it. Uh, she gives him food or it food. She she does. She cares for him. So like it's a real heartbreaking scene, and she, I think she like acting up against a. Basically, like a a, uh, a person in a suit. I'm assuming that's a person in a suit. Um, like she does a great job of making you feel sorry that she has to say goodbye to this little this little baby. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, parting with your dog. Yeah, exactly. Like. like a big Ex- lizard sized dog. Exactly, like, there's a moment where, like, you know, she says goodbye, she runs to the helicopter, and then, like, out of nowhere, she's, like, she stops as she's getting onto the helicopter, and then the baby's, like, gnawing on her lap coat, and she's, like, no, you have to go, I'm sorry, and there's the beautiful moment where she starts crying, and then baby Godzilla lets out one, like, drop, like, one line of tear, I'm, like, oh my god, like, it understands human emotions, Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, my heart. Yeah, it's in like she, but she doesn't make it. She, like, that scene could have been hokey. I mean, some people might still see it as hokey, but that scene could have been, like, bad. Like, under the wrong actor, it could have been so much. It could have been worse. Um, or not even, not worse, but it could have gone the complete opposite where you're just laughing at it. 
Like she generally put emotion. Yes, if it was Manila, it would have been funny because of how stupid it looks. But um, with the, with her, like God, like that's why that's the most memorable scene in the uh, at least in terms of the human acting. Um, that's why I think that's the most memorable scene for me because like it, it actually gets something out of you, and I don't even think it's that earned. In all honesty. Yeah, uh, Baby Godzilla is barely in this movie. Yeah, I mean, like he's kind of like there, you know, like he'll show up, like he's kind of like. There's a cute moment where like he's hiding in the grass and he goes, "What are you doing?" And he picks his tail out, you know, like like a, like like a dog would do. Um, so like, but like the moment's not earned, but at the same time, her acting was so good it didn't matter. Like you, yeah. you like if you have if you have any kind of empathy. Or like a or like a pet lover or something, you're gonna cry at that scene. It's it's a beautiful moment. Um, now let's talk about the bad English. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. There is a lot of English in this movie. English and there's a lot of bad American actors in this movie. Um, so like, like I swear to God, did they hire robots? I feel like they hired robots, Tyler. I feel like. Um... I feel like this is uh, Richard Hammond uh, from Jurassic Park if he was uh, tacked on to destroy dinosaurs rather than resurrect them. Because that's what that guy kind of reminds me of. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, it's just so stiff. Like, we can, like there's... There, like, uh, the, the Mechagodzilla is... Pil- just to jump the gun a little bit. Mechagodzilla is piloted by humans this time around. He's a Megazord. And in... Like, it's... it's yeah, it's basically a Megazord. Um... I w- and so, um, you have like a couple of Japanese pilots in there, but there's also a white American woman. I'm assuming she's American because she doesn't have a British accent or any other kind of accent. Um, and uh, <laughs> she has like like there's a there's a line where like one of the Japanese captains says in Eng- in English, he goes, "Open we ha- open the escape hatch." Oh, and she's like, "We can't. We have no power." I'm like, "Oh my god, what happened?" Oh my goodness! It it was just, and the the worst part, I think the worst scene in this movie is with Kazuma, where he's talking to Doctor Asimov. That's what he's listed as, uh, played by Leo Leo Menginetti, where he's talking about how to combine Mechagodzilla with uh, Garuda. Yeah, <laughs> the stiffest. But if we combine Mechagodzilla. With Garuda, we'll have a chance. The <laughs> stiffest acting you will fucking see in a movie, I swear to God. I'm pretty sure he was never taught to act in English. No, are you, like, like even that, like, like not even um, uh, Kazuma, like, the, the, Leo, Dr. Asimov himself, which, by the way, that's a nice little thing to name when you're kicked. Yeah, well, like, I was saying, like, Dr. Asimov, you know, the famous science fiction writer. That's probably what it's a, a reference for. They never say his name, though, ironically enough. Uh, building a robot. But, God, it's just so bad. It's so distractingly bad. Yeah, it totally is. Okay, so let's move on to the titular monsters. Um, we actually got three to talk about this time. Uh, one new one and two redesigns. Let's start off with the baby first, since we I kind of want to keep talking about him. So uh, Tyler, what are your... Who's the fourth one? Yeah, we got Baby Godzilla, Godzilla, Rodan, and Mechagodzilla. We're not talking about Godzilla, though. We don't... We, like, there's, like... Oh, okay. I'm talking about, like... Because 
Yeah, yeah, like just just new ones to the movie. Like we're not gonna talk about like they haven't really changed Godzilla in terms of design in this. He just looks meaner. Okay. Um. So let so uh let's talk about the first issue monster, which is which is Baby, who's kind of the who's kind of the basic of the star of this movie. What did you think? Were you surprised when it was like, oh shit, it's another Baby Godzilla? Um, and then I were actually, you won over by this one, unlike Manila's bitch ass? I actually knew that Baby Godzilla was gonna be a thing in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I did expect it to be a better design than Manila, though I'm pretty sure they learned that mistake after the show era. Most deaf. Um, yeah, because it actually looks like Godzilla, like from its how it stands, how it, its mouth, like everything about it. It's actually like, yeah, that's a baby Gorosaur from uh, Godzilla vs King Ghidorah, right before Godzilla got mutated. Which would make sense, considering Godzilla was a dinosaur. Um, and this is what a mutated Gorosaurus as a baby would look like, I guess. A Gorosaurus is a different uh, thing. Exactly. Um, but, uh, you know what's interesting is that we never find out, even in the other, the next two movies, where did this egg come from? Uh, it's probably a remnant from another Godzilla that might have laid it. I'm pretty sure it was never laid by the actual Godzilla. Right, yeah, because it's like, like, and I, like, how do, do you think that was the right decision? Because, like, again, you're led to believe this is Rodan's egg because Rodan is uh, is flying over it, but of course it's not. Do you think, like, again, they don't uh, just let everybody know they don't answer this question in uh, the next two films? But do you think that was the right decision to not answer, like, hey, is this is this uh is this yours, Godzilla? Are you the father or mother? Are like- you them? I don't think I'm the right person to answer that kind of question when it comes to, like, custody stuff, you know? Like, I'm just asking you, like, do you think Godzilla, this Godzilla laid the egg and just left it? Probably Because he doesn't want to pay alimony. I'm pretty sure okay. it might have been uh, in an incubated state for at least a thousand years or something. That's that's very possible. And it just woke up because they put him in, like, a, a heating lamp place. Um, okay. But I, I think you and I both agree that this is definitely an improvement uh, to Manila by a mile. Shit, anything's an improvement over Manila. True, and like he sounds—he's actually adorable. Like unlike Manila, who you, you just like wanted to see his ass get kicked and cry like a little bitch. Um, this one, you're like, I will protect this thing with all my life. Or what is that meme from? Uh, uh, if anybody Bro- hurts Brooklyn- this thing. Uh, I will kill them and then myself. Yeah, to protect. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt with Baby. Um, Because it doesn't have a name. It's just Baby G. Um, So, uh, (laughs) overall, I think it's a good, definitely a good redesign. Because I think it's supposed to be, uh, like, it has to be inspired by Manila in some way. But uh, a much better version of it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, let's move on to Rodan, uh, who is in this movie. Doesn't play that big of a role, but glad to see him. Tyler, what did you think of uh, Rodan in this film? Rodan looks badass in this movie. Like, he's probably one of the coolest redesigns that we've seen yet. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, I put up side-by-side, uh, like, after I watched the movie, of of uh, his, his Showa-era design in this one. Like, his Showa-era design was fucking, like, goofy. And he looked like a turkey more than anything else. Sometimes at some in some shots, um, uh, here they gave him his like he's more menacing. Like obviously that's a big trend with the Heisei. Everything's meaner. Um, 
and uh, like he like he looks like a like a bird of prey. Um, even though he's not a bird, he's a pteranodon. Um, but like great color scheme, and he act like unlike the the show era where he looks stiff flying. Here, man, I wish I could see more Rodan flying because it looked majestic. Like I don't know what they did to make it look that good, but it was awesome. And apparently, Rodan is so badass that even the act of light flying makes things blow up around him. Because yeah, that was so. It it's assumed that. Um, he can flap his wings so hard that it destroys buildings, but he just flies lightly and the same thing happens anyway. Yeah, that's how cool he is. Yeah. Um, and like, and, and immediately, cause like Rodan could easily, is easily, could easily be seen as a joke monster because, oh, you just fly. But within like the first 15 minutes of the movie or so, I could be wrong. He's immediately fighting Godzilla and winning and he beats Godzilla's ass. Oh yeah, he definitely gets in a few good licks. Yeah, which is like, and it like it show like they show how fast he is. Again, he looks so graceful in the air. I don't know what they did. Some of the see some of the uh, shots where he's over a city, the CGI looks kind of weak. But yeah. it's 1994. What are you gonna do? Um, or ninety three rather. Uh, what are you gonna do? Um, but like overall, man, like I. And of course, they Akira Fukube bought, brought back his classic theme. I was um, so was happy nice. when that kicked in. Oh, it's so good! And of course, they kept his roar the same, uh, which I think is important to state. But it's—I think it's a good roar to come back. Yeah, I like the roar, so I'm glad that that wasn't changed. Yeah, uh, and 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 Rodan actually does play a big pivotal moment because, uh, and we'll, we'll t- just like uh, Rodan does die in this movie, but. Um, it gives its life essence to Godzilla, and, and through it, Godzilla gains his new uh, ability, His, uh, it, it, which we'll talk about when the fight happens. But while Rodan doesn't have the biggest presence in this movie, because he shows up in the first act, disappears. I can't. I think Godzilla beats him like bad or something, yeah, and he just kind of hides. Yeah, he beats him. And then, like in the final act, he comes out. Of, he comes out of hiding, uh, presumably to look for uh, to look for Baby, like Godzilla was. Um, but, uh, let's talk about, let's move on for Rodan, because I think we all, we both agree, Rodan is cool in this movie. The biggest glow-up ever. Yeah, the biggest glow-up ever. Now let's talk about the other glow-up, or maybe not a glow-up, depending on who you talk to. Let's talk about Mecha Godzilla. Tyler, I'm curious to see how you feel about this redesign. I like the idea that it's basically a Megazord where, uh, human pilots, uh, control its actions. Um, I'm kind of iffy on the design compared to the Showa era, because it looks a bit less menacing. Like, uh, the back spikes don't protrude out as much. Like, that's probably the thing that bothers me the most about it. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, think it's the cool, fir- but not as cool. I, and I think I'm going to agree with you. And I think it's such a, like, Mechagodzilla is one of those creatures that, like, um... That's per- that's a perfect design, his Showa era uh, in, in, in version. It's like all the rivets, and he just looks mean. Um, versus this one, everything's a lot more rounded, more smooth out. Um, his roar is a little bit different, um, which is like why would it, why would they make a robot have a roar? I was gonna um, ask that myself. Like I get like like when the uh, and the aliens. I can't remember their names anymore. It's been so long. The ago. eight people. Uh, 
the ape people, they gave him a roar because they were trying to make people think it's he's Godzilla. But, like, I don't... It feels weird. For, it just felt weird to me. Like, why would you give he it a roar? He probably had extra time uh, putting in all the weapons. Like, yeah, let's make him roar. He'll be funny. Yeah. Um. But, uh, like... And I feel like it's too... Like, it's a robot, right? Um. So, like, I don't know. It, it maybe it's supposed to feel stiff. I feel like the original one had a lot more movement capability. Versus this one just felt, like, way too stiff. Yeah. He doesn't even do the full head turn this time around no no he doesn't i i do think his while his arsenal in this movie is not like a fireworks show i do like that they keep up the trend that mecha godzilla can fuck up godzilla with the right weaponry oh yeah but he feels substantially weaker in this movie compared to his show era counterpart maybe because humans are yeah him back more than likely, yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest drawback. It's because it's relying on human data against uh, against an, an unstoppable force. Like, I think I honestly think Tyler. I think you and I are agreement on this. That like this is the first, like, because with King Ghidorah, they didn't they changed his roar. You know, maybe change the heads a bit, but it's it's larger than King Ghidorah. You're gonna recognize it. Mothra, they changed it, but they still kept the Mothra. This is the most radical redesign that we've seen for a monster yet. And I don't think it landed, man. Yeah, I'm I'm in full agreement with that one. I think Which this sucks is an because... instance where the Showa era design is a bit better. Yeah, and we'll see Mecha Godzilla again because it's Godzilla's. I want to say it's his most popular foe next to Ghidorah. I even think he's more popular than Ghidorah, um, yeah. just because he's been in more movies. But yeah, I just I just don't think it it hits all that well. Um, so let's move on to the fights uh, real quick. So, we got a couple, actually. Um, let's talk about the first one, which is Godzilla vs. Rodan, right at the beginning of the movie. Which was a a very nice pr- surprise. Oh, yeah. Um, just God, just Rodan showing up out of nowhere, and then Godzilla coming out of nowhere, was definitely a pleasant surprise. It, exactly. And it's a very good display of Rodan's aerial capabilities. It was beautifully shot. Um, even, like, it got vicious at points where, like, Rodan was pecking at Godzilla's neck. Like, it, it, when it wanted to be, like, in your face dirty, it got there, and I, I really appreciated that. Yeah, I feel like, uh, Rodan's fighting style, uh, this whole, uh, r- touch-and-go kind of thing would fit for a monster like him. Because he's tiny compared yeah. to Godzilla. Oh, yeah, and in the few times Godzilla does get his hands on him, Rodan just, like, crumples like a piece of paper. Like, that's what that's what happens. Um, but I, I, like, I like that they made Rodan look really strong. Like, he's not just a bitch bird. He will fuck you up. He's basically um, I just, Yeah. I, like, I, I just wish he was more in the movie. Like, I kind of... This is make me wrong. I kind of wish this was Godzilla versus Rodan and not Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Obviously, Mechagodzilla is the more popular choice. So, of course, you're going to make him the villain. But... Like, God, I wanted more Rodan. Yeah, it's it's not like he has his own movies or anything. Oh, wait. Yeah, but that, that was in the 50s, Tyler. It's 1993. Get he with the George times! He had George Takei. <laughs> in the original one? Oh, yeah, he was a voiceover in the English version of Rodan. It's actually where he started nice. his uh, voiceover gig. Did not know that. Sick. Maybe we should cover those old Toho movies at some point. Um, if we can get a hand on them, but 
Uh, okay, so let's... Uh, I think the fight's okay. The uh, the real fight, though, is at the end of the movie where... Or, we, let's talk... There's two, technically two fights of Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Uh, so the first one, Godzilla shows up looking for babies, so they deploy Mechagodzilla. And, like... And then they I think it's okay. Godzilla to fight against uh, Godzilla himself afterwards. Yeah. Um, but I think that first fight is okay. Um, I think the best part is they, like, and it happens twice, uh, both in this fight and the second fight, where they think they got Mecha, they got Godzilla down. And it looks like he's down. And then Godzilla finds some bullshit plot armor thing, and he's like, <laughs> nope, fuck your integrated systems. Fried now. I win. You didn't win. Exactly. Um, but I like that. I don't, like that to me is like the best part of the movie because the I mean the consensus of the movie is is nature versus it's 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 ironic, isn't it? It's it's nature. It's man's creation versus another man's creation in this movie. Um, uh, it's like, more ma- nature versus technology. Yeah. I guess, but considering Godzilla is a, cre- a creation of man because of what of atomic radiation, I, I saw it as just more of like man's creations coming to fight each other. But create uh, technology versus uh, nature is probably more ad- uh, adapt. But I like that. Like even though Mechagodzilla has all the superior weaponry, and again, Godzilla Mechagodzilla had him down for the count, and then uh, I think he like started like wiring up his. Uh, his atomic blast, and he basically sent the energy back from the cables to Mechagodzilla, basically frying their systems. Um, like, like, just like, like you can't stop this monster no matter what you do. My favorite like, part of that fight him. is that as soon as he powers down Mechagodzilla, the way he beats him is he just pushes him. Right, he like walks up to him because Godzilla doesn't know what to think of it because obviously Godzilla doesn't realize that there are people in there, which that makes that scene terrifying because. Like Godzilla pushing around Mega Godzilla, but there's pot, there's um, human pilots in there. Like that to me is the most terrifying part of it. Um, but he pushes it and like he kicks it. Oh, it's great! Um, just seeing him bully this fucking robot around. Uh, but uh, the final fight, I think I think the final fight is a little bit better. Um, in the sense, the first it starts off with we actually get to see Rodan take on uh, Garuda, which is the 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 twin cannon thing from I think what was it a couple it's not the Super X but it's like it feels like it should be the Super X I feel like this is the Vic Viper from uh Ga- from Galaga I could yeah I think it's probably inspired off of that but we get a nice aerial battle which which is really cool you, you don't like and not just like a Mothra Batra where they're like hovering but like it felt like dogfighting in the sky between two monsters even Until though one's Rodan a machine created rammed one. his dick into the Garuda and then it crashed. Yep, because Rodan's a fucking idiot because he can't help himself. Um, uh, but shortly after that, after Rodan pretty, pretty much gets impassionated for the fight, Godzilla shows up and we get a rematch uh, between Godzilla and Mechagodzilla. But this time, he's not just Mechagodzilla, he's Super Mechagodzilla when, the, uh, when Garuda basically forms on his back. You thought I was kidding about the Megazord analogy, oh no. This is the point where no, they become the Power Rangers. Pretty much, except they just don't have matching spandex. Um, but, like, I thought that part was cool. You know, like, again, um, like, even at that point, Godzilla's on the ropes. Like, 
Like, I feel like God's Mechagodzilla is, like, the only monster to actually physically, like, destroy Godzilla. Um, like, beat him down this way, besides Gigan, of course. And Electric uh, Gigan's Yeah, which is, oh my god, it's the most hilarious part of this movie that Godzilla has a brain, another he brain. He has in his an aneurysm. Yeah, oh my god, how long have you been <laughs> until that fucking joke? I came up with it as soon as the scene came up. God damn it. Well, there you go. There's your Annoy Ben segment right there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He wrote itself. Uh, But, like, despite, like, how cool everything was, I I only thought the fight was okay. Yeah. Like, it had a couple of beam attacks, you know, Mechagodzilla. I just think, I I think the fight is hindered because Mechagodzilla is not nearly as cool in this movie as he is in the Showa versions. Yeah. Um, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think, I think it's just a design. I think the, some of the, like his whole belly beam button, belly, be, uh, belly button beam, as I want to call it. It's like um, that one kind of cool. My Hero Academia with the belly button laser. Yeah, pretty much. Except he doesn't vomit, except Mechagodzilla doesn't vomit after using it. Um, isn't that what happened with that kid? I think that's what happens with that kid. Yeah, that was him um, and Raka. Okay. Um, but, uh. Like, like, I don't know. Like, I feel, I feel like, I don't want to say step down because I feel like that's that's a rude statement. But I, I just feel like, from eighty five to Balanti to Ghidorah and even Mothra, they're all quality movies, and I just feel like this starts to go down just a bit from the plot and even to the fights. I just don't. I just feels lackluster overall, which is odd saying that about Mecha Godzilla. Um. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. It's just like it shouldn't be like that, but uh, let's uh, let's okay. We're talking about fights. Uh, I just want to talk about one final thing before we wrap it up because I think we're going actually not going long. We're about going around the same time we normally do. Um, I want to talk about Akira Fukube's amazing score for this movie. Yes. Um, so let's talk about. So he brought Rodan's theme back, which is like it's straight up a Showa era Rodan's theme, but so good. Yes, it definitely makes uh, Rodan feel more menacing when he's on the screen. Ex- exactly, like it, like I don't know what he changed, but it sounds it's it's the exact same like melody and everything like that. But something about it just has a more sinister tone for it. Um, uh, which again, God, Akira Fukube is a fucking master at, the, at these making these uh, music for these movies. Um, but. The true best sound, uh, best, like piece of music for this uh, movie, is the new version of Mechagodzilla's uh, theme. Um, no longer do we have the uh, sort of bombastic seventies. We don't. Have, that's all gone. It's like Tyler. How would you describe Mechagodzilla's theme in this movie? Um. I barely recognize it, honestly. Uh, I was too enamored by uh, the revival of Rodan's theme to uh, give it a second glance. Okay, like like it's it plays like when you first see him, it's like it's it just like it feel to me it felt cold. It like feels like it, it to me like I got the feeling of it's iron hitting steel, like you know, like that's what it feels like. It's man made. It like he somehow made. Building machine into a song, which I, I don't know how he did that, but that's what I get it. There's actually the a great remix. Theme. It, it, it feels like it, yeah. There's actually a great remix on YouTube that somebody did um, that made me appreciate it a lot more. And God, 
Seriously, whoever is the composer for Godzilla vs. King Kong, we all know he's in there. Put this fucking theme in the goddamn movie, please. Um, just do it. You know you you know you know have to do it. Um, if Godzilla vs. King Kong ever comes out, and when it comes out, it'll probably come out to streaming. Uh, any, anyways... Um, Tyler, let's go to the ratings board and let's let's put a let's put a number on this movie and wrap it up. What do you give Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla two? I would give this a solid three out of five, honestly. Um uh, I feel like the redesign for Mechagodzilla definitely hold uh, is definitely uh how would I say kind of a step back from the original Mechagodzilla for me. Uh, the fights felt underwhelming, and as cool as Rodan's redesign and bringing back his theme is, it's not enough to uh, amplify the, the movie score. I just feel like this is a passable Godzilla film, you know? Yeah, uh, I'll agree with you. I'll give, it a, I'll give it a three. I don't think it's terrible, but I do think it's definitely the low, like the lowest point we've encountered so far, especially in the Heisei era, which has been excellent to us so far. Um, there's like no message. I mean, like the message of you know humanity versus nature versus technology is kind of there, but it's not nearly nearly as emphasized as it should be. Um, the main characters are bland. Like again, you have that one good scene with the caretaker and baby, but it's just not like it, nothing about this movie is as compelling as it should be. Like the pieces are there, but it doesn't come together to form a whole piece. Um, but uh, before we wrap it up, uh, what other notes did we miss? Uh, if you, if there were any, um, they brought back the beam struggle from the original Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla twice in this movie, so I thought that yes. was cool. And anything uh, else? That's about it. All right, cool. All right, uh, let's let's get out of here. Uh, Tyler, where can the people find your stuff at? You can follow me on Twitter at Hey It's That Ty. I also stream games sometimes on. Uh, Twitch TV backslash Tire Shoes One. Um, I'm sort of taking a break from streaming for a bit, but when I do come back after Thanksgiving, I'll be uh, playing some more Fire Emblem Three Houses and uh, tackling No More Heroes again. So that'll be cool. All right, and uh, you can follow me at twittercom Iggy for all things related to the Marvelous One. Check the pinned tweet for my video on the Outer Worlds. Uh, which is, I had a lot of fun making that. Uh, and you can find me live every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time and 6 p.m. Uh, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Zelda Month will be over by the time this comes out. So by the time uh, this comes out, uh, it'll be Merry Metroid. So I'll be streaming one of three Metroid games, either Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, or Metroid Zero Mission. There's currently a poll. There, uh, The poll will be over by this time, but it will be determined, so... I'll be playing a Metroid game in December. Um, and uh, be sure to check in every Friday at uh, Chartshot.com, where every Friday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern, me, uh, Justin, and Thomas all get together to talk about the news in gaming and the games we've been playing that week. Uh, so come and join us for a good time. And uh, we will see you all next week, as even though we just finished one doppelganger fight, we got another one next week. It's Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> and remember, no matter what, guys, go, go, Godzilla. Ben oh, used the man. wrong outro. Don't use that. I swear to Christ, don't use that. <laughs> 
And remember, guys, no matter what, stay marvelous. Or hold on. Ty, cut that part out. I'm... <laughs> I, I was doing my Alan outro. <laughs>